Well, both the hemispheres can be used to do the same thing. The question is not which hemisphere does what. The question is how do they do things? Because language is a component of both, right? As well as the left hemisphere. Well, imagination and visual imagery is a component of both. The question is how does the right brain get into it? And the same time, how does the left hemisphere gets into it? And that's the difference with which you process information. Well, are you working at the blur stage, low resolution, but the big picture, the gestalt? Well, then that's that's working at the intense stage. Or are you going to go right down at, at the level of uh, high resolution, the smallest component uh, where you meet the world? Um, how do you decide that? Are you looking at the fingertip, the word, the alphabet? Or are you going up and up, up and up? You're zooming out to see the vision uh, or the final product. Well, John says, hold on something, buddy. Uh, that's what he says. And then he says, find something that calls your attention. Um, find something that pulls you in a way. Um, find something that really um, interests your attention and, and makes you feel full because the moment you see that. He says, find something that calls your attention. Pull it and you will find that it will bring with it the whole of the rest of the universe. You see, that's the metaphor of the Indra's net. Huh? And yet, yet he says, he stops and then yet says, yet he says, the thing that you pull will be informed by your personal history, by your events, by your culture. So what he's talking about is the nature and the nurture. So it doesn't matter what you pull. It really doesn't matter what you pull because what you pull is a part of your inner neurology, inner experience. It's That's what it is. Now... So if you look at the left hemisphere, you will see it's got words and literaturistic um, expressions, explicit, very explicit, equationable, you know, it's very logical. It's, it, it works with the algorithm, it works with process and procedures. Whereas if you look at the right brain or the right hemisphere, it's very implicit, it's intuitive, it works with tone and metaphors and irony and imagination. Yeah, um, and, and we pay a price in being in service to any one of the hemispheres. Well, if you are in service of the left hemisphere alone, then, well, it is manipulative. Um, you're going to pluck out what you think is useful from the context and yank it and double up its utility by pumping in some steroids into it so that it serves you for some reason. But you must know the horse that you wanted to serve you with utility. And if you're going to multiply its productivity by 2x, and if you're not putting in the right cooling system within it, then, well, it's going to crash and it's going to crash so bad that it's not only going to burn itself, but it's going to burn the relation with which it was in context to and eventually the whole earth burns. That's the burn we see in relations, in people, in stress, in companies, in organizations, because they're trying to keep something alive so hard that maybe need not be kept alive. So what is the reason and where do we know when to stop? The question is, what do you value now? And if you're going to live and build this evil capitalistic consumer based extreme consumption market, then you're going to see people as machines. And um, that's going to either eventually create more of something that's missing within that people try to fill from the outside could be addiction could be could be something that they're doing over and over again maybe mental health conditions and concerns um, overeating for example or filling it up with something else or sometimes going ahead even with neurological disorders you know because everything is in a constant flux it's all flowing and and it's moving there there aren't things there, there are patterns um and, and what do we see instead when we see patterns and processes? Even the God that we talk about is something that's becoming. It's a wave, it's particle, it's in motion. 
Well, the left hemisphere looks for tools. The right hemisphere looks for patterns. The universe is just filled with patterns. For example, wave or the rotations or the constellations, etc. But because we give meaning and giving meaning is the way we stay in control, we begin to create tools and things and eventually even God. And, and that's how we move from this higher perspective of the free universe, from the collective consciousness, from the collective uh, association with self being connected with the unified field. We keep moving that to the metacognition and then we get into the cognition and then we get into only that part which is available to us at the meta structure and then we get into the smallest, I I the smallest part of the known debatable self which is what we call as the ego. Um, and and then we try to build all of this so strong and hard because we try to be safe. But well, um, we can't be safe and alive. We could choose to be strong because death is the only presupposition with which life exists. So at some point in time, the, the snake is going to be the part of the garden.